11, the clock has started. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 163, recording October 17th, 2021. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are discussing some Valve, or some Valve blocking blockchains, uh, Animal Crossing Directs, DC Fandome, specific trailers, I should say, and what we have been playing to do this. I have with me, as always, Shannon. Hey guys, I'm down. More. Mm, yeah, I mean, to, to use my favorite term, I fucked around and found out quite hard mm, that you Back did. for Blood is, um, is, a, is a, it's, you got, you got to stick to it with your team. It stick is back team. for Blood. That is what it is. Is is it back for Blood? Yeah, it is. It is back to kick my ass is what it's mm-hmm. yeah. Also joining us, we have Justin <coughs> Carter. <laughs> I, I am back. I'm back from California. Uh, I'm getting over being sick. I will try to mute myself if I go to cough for Shannon's sake, but I can't make any promises. One would say he is down with the sickness. <laughs> Have you guys seen the uh, the video with the Billy Bass that someone wired up to sing Down with the Sickness? It's, yes. It's, I know it's internet gold at this point and classic, but... <laughs> Every time I will see it, it cracks me up every single time. Yeah, that dude's got like uh, 10 of those like Billy Bass in all different mm-hmm. iterations wired up together to run off of Alexa. So he's nice. done Down With The Sickness. He's done, uh, I think, a couple Queen songs. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's uh, Internet famous for rigging up, uh, you know, Bobby Bass to sing Alexa Bobby songs Bass. or whatever. Billy Bobby. And, and you guys, we have a special guest this week. Joining us, Mr. Jordan, I keep my chains and trophies platinum, Derringer. Hold on. Hey, what's up, guys? My, my, my Alexa just blew up on me. <laughs> uh, Alexa, wait. stop. What song was it playing? It's playing in excess. I can't. Alexa, Dude, we're going to get copywritten straight. <laughs> yeah, stop, stop. Alexa, stop. Please. Oh, wait, hold on. Alexa, stop. God damn it, dude! Shannon's like (laughs) buying like fifteen Billy Mouth bastards. (laughs) What's weird is no one said the words "need you tonight," but here we are. I I know, right? It's so weird. Oh well. Mm. Well, Also, should I do that intro again? No, no, we're we're no, dude. You got to let that go. (laughs) Yeah, that was perfect. All right, we're gonna (laughs) let it ride, Mister Jordan. And I keep my chains and trophies platinum, Derringer. All right, I got two things to say regarding last week. Mm-hmm. One, I agree with you, Zach. Blizzard can go fuck itself. And that really hurts to say because I was really looking forward to Diablo 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at. I agree with you wholeheartedly there. The second one I have to say is, uh, Zach, you cut me deep. What? You, what cut, you? you cut me deep, man. Check this out, okay? I know the listeners can't hear this, but that's okay because you can. 
You can see this, Zach. I Here want you to see. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, oh, the Triforce tattoo. Yeah. There it is. You cut me deep, man. <sighs> yeah, there we go. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> I... So okay, now that now that I have Zelda files here with me, can someone just explain it to me? Because I don't, I, I I'm not. This isn't me just trying to start a pick a fight or be confrontational. I don't get it. I don't get like why why there is this in, insane fandom for Zelda. Like, and 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 I've never been able to get like a good explanation for it. So, I have personal explanation but i'll okay. let justin go first because i want to hear what he's got to say <laughs> yeah so it's my thing I, i'll admit like it's like of the nintendo franchises like zelda's not like my number one like it's not my like this is the best and i know there are people who are like that i have a friend Derek who's like a diehard zelda fan i can't speak to that i just enjoy zelda like I personally think Ocarina of Time is overhyped. Like it's not my favorite Zelda. Like Minish Cap, I think is probably like one of the best games in the franchise, in my opinion. And um, like A Link to the Past, like and Link's Awakening and stuff. I'd rather play pretty much any of the handheld Zelda games over most of the 3D Zelda games. But that's just me. I just like the lone like single player adventure. Like I like the like style of game that it is the collecting item it's very metroidvania ish but it's like uh -huh. a top-down adventure okay but like to the point where you're getting tattoos this is where i'm at like this is where i don't understand it. it's like sure i can say that for a lot of games that i like but to the to the to, to the level of like i have gear and permanent ink applied to myself because i'm that big of a fan of this but see, I, I could say that about... Or is it just about, the look? Like, is it just see, the look? I could say that about, like, 20 different games on my arm, though. Like, <laughs> that's that's fair. Dude, I've got I've got a Jolteon or tattooed on my chest. Like, yeah. <laughs> Now, well, see, but, I, like, Jolteon somehow makes more sense to me. Like, for some weird reason, like, poke, like, I think it's because we're going through a Pokemon renaissance in my house right now. And I'm seeing, like, how insanely obsessed my children are about Pokemon. And so, like... It's, it get those wouldn't pictures, be hard. Man. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard to draw a like very personal line to a Pokemon. Like I could see that happening. So like, my my personal line with Zelda, uh -huh. um, it was the first 3D game I ever played. First off, Ocarina okay. of Time was, and that was big for me because it was the first one where I was like, oh man, this is a whole new thing. But the reason the franchise itself is so close to me is because that was the last game that my brother and I played side by side before he went off to the military. Mm. So okay. for me, it holds a personal thing. And then, I mean, he came back and, you know, it, things have been cool since then. But when I was a kid and didn't understand why he was gone for so long and everything, like Zelda was what I was able to hold on to and play time and time again, just to remember that time before he left. Sure. So that is why that franchise holds a personal place for me. And I'll agree with you. Ocarina of time, even though it was my first one is overrated. My favorites are a tie for twilight princess and Majora's mask and Majora's mask just gets fucking dark. And I love it. <laughs> but twilight princess, really? That came. Yeah. Bored me to tears. Oh, I loved it way better than wind waker. 
Ah, see, I liked Wind Waker because it was just like fancy full enough that. Uh, uh, can we all agree that Skyward Sword just sucks ass? Oh, yeah. That game, 100%. That game, I mean, I've heard that the remake is way improved on a mul- no. multitude of levels, but I ain't never going to find out. Like, It's not. <laughs> you tried it? You I tried made it? that $60 mistake. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like when uh, Shannon spent 60 bucks on the 3D Marios. <laughs> can never go home, Shannon. Can never go home. I, I I mean, you could probably say the same thing about the Monster Hunter that I bought too. So, <laughs> I, you or know, one day, chain or <laughs> I, I was no, gonna well, say, one day we need to do like a top ten worst purchases <laughs> of Shannon because, like, the Monster Hunter, we we even said don't buy this. You you didn't like the first one. They didn't. It's just more of that. You're not gonna like this one. And next, the next week show. So I bought Monster Hunter, and we're me and Justin are just like, ah, damn. What, what's funny yeah. is Shannon's fridge is gonna be on that list, and it's only gonna be like number three, and like Gravely Default's gonna like cap it out. If, if it makes you feel any better, Zach, when uh, from the listening point, when I heard Shannon bought it too, I was like, oh, what are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> Even listeners, Shannon. No, come on, man. Oh, dude. Well, I mean, I I like to make people feel included. So if like I could get a collective sigh from the listeners and <laughs> the host, I'm doing a good job. Well, we all strive to do a great job. So great job, Shannon. Hundred percent. Your your wallet's failures are our successes. <laughs> I know. If I could just get some of that money back, I'd be in a whole different situation right now. But you know. Yeah, you'd, um, be, you'd be playing other games you don't play. <laughs> That's yeah. true. I also wanted to chime in about last week's podcast because I also okay. listened to it. Uh-huh. And I told Zach this, but I wanted to say, I have fallen asleep at a concert um, <laughs> because I my body has the unique ability that when I am tired, it does not matter where I am. I could be driving a car. I could be in a life or death situation. And if I am tired enough, I will just fall asleep on the spot. <laughs> it does not matter. And at a metal concert um, called U fest out here in like Arizona, it was like nine at night and I was just tired as shit. And I was in the grass field and I just passed out for like, an hour or so because i was the one driving so i woke up and then drove everybody home what was there ketamine involved like what what are we talking here like no i was just okay. tired i was just tuckered out <laughs> and i was like pissed because i just got a brand new pair of converse too and uh during the all that remains show i got the it got all muddy and shit and scuffed and kicked the fucking shit out of my shoes and those <laughs> shoes were never the same again okay first off first let, <laughs> hold on First off, what are you wearing brand new shoes to a fucking metal show that's out in the woods or fields or wherever the hell you were? Like, that's, that's on you at that point. Like, okay, yeah, but I, I wasn't on so one. one, though. OK, I was not expecting it to get my like because it wasn't muddy before. It was like grass because Arizona, most of the concerts like Warp Tour is held in like a literal parking lot. It's all asphalt. Like mm. there is no like grass, mud, whatever. So this was the first one. And there was only mud and stuff because of, like, the giant, like, circle pit and shit people created. Like, it was summer in Arizona. Like, it was, like, 110 outside. There was no reason for anything to get muddy. But I might argue I might argue there's no reason for you to even be there. But sure, yeah. I mean, when it's 110, (laughs) I mean, they got to find a way to keep people cool. So I'm assuming they probably just sprayed water over everybody, like, all day. Or it was a sweat. 
Yeah, no, that that wasn't mud. That was bodily fluids and beer that was <laughs> falling through the circle. Let pit. me let me tell you though, at that same concert, um, during Power Man nine thousand, there was a big there was uh, five five yeah, thousand. I was gonna let's say not, was let's not give him an extra let's not give him an extra four thousand. It's over nine thousand. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, sure. Nice you call out while I'm wearing a Dragon Ball shirt. Thank you. Yeah. That's this what is it, what it's that's, like when worlds yeah, collide. That's what, I, yeah. that's what I blame. Yeah. So no, there was this big, like, sweaty Indian dude behind me, and he straight up was like holding on to me, and he's like, "Bro, you're the only thing like holding me up right now, man." Like putting his weight on me, he's like, "Woo!" And his hair was all long and super sweaty, and he's like whipping it around, like hit me in the like back of the head with it. He straight up grabbed the back of my shirt, put his hands under my shirt, and wiped his face on the back of my shirt. <laughs> And I That's turned awesome. ar- I turned around and I fucking Sparta pushed him into the circle pit and never saw him again the rest of the concert. <laughs> I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here. I mean, at least at least at least that was in a I would say, I would venture to say that is an appropriate response. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. 100%. Because you could have just decked him. I still probably would have said that was an appropriate response. But no, you just you left it to nature. You're like, you know, go with God. Survival yeah. of the fittest. Yeah. So like, wherever the wherever the circle drops you off is where you end up. <laughs> I mean, as as an avid uh, punk and metal show goer for the last god too many years, Jesus, almost thirty years. Um, I I will say that the circle pit is the great equalizer. Someone next to you that's really annoying, you just grab them and huck them. Like it just <laughs> see ya. You're never gonna go find your way back here. You know, like that dude that's way too tall that's blocking your view. Guess who's getting shoved to the kidneys? You, bud. See ya. Like, yeah. Standing standing that like three feet back from the circle pit. Sure, you might wind up in it. There's always that danger. But man, you got a nice clear view of the stage. You've got a garbage disposal right in front of you in case anyone gets in your way. It's beautiful. It's a great place to stand. That's what me and my friends used to do at Warp Tour to try and get to the front at the bar and stuff. I'm like, oh, you want to crowd surf and just start lifting people up? And it's like, yep, get out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> well, see, and you're like six foot four, you monster. Like, you're blocking everyone's view. Like, Dude, I do. That's the problem with the crowd surfers. I got kicked in the head so many times at Warp Tour and stuff by people just mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to dodge just boom, back of the head, boom, back of the head. Well, see, my, my move when I was uh, a lot larger person back in my 300, 350 pound days, I would just go to the middle of the pit and stand there because <laughs> no one's hitting you. No one's going to move you. They know they can't move you. you. You'll get bounced into here or there. Sure. But like most of the time, you're totally fine. And it's like the best seat in the house. Like you've got room around you. You've got a clear view to the stage. And like, you're fine. No one fucks with you. It's great. I mean, people are rushing past you, making a nice breeze. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, you could, you know, you'll get water thrown at you and stuff. It's refreshing. It's beautiful. You know? After the concert, you get to collect all the shoes on the floor. Yeah, and hats, you know. <laughs> I get you're to like, find, I get to find the brand new Converse people decided to wear for some reason. And <laughs> there you and, go. Yep. Yeah. It's all full circle. Ah, look at that. Um... <laughs> That was a weird sidebar, but hey, I'm happy we did it. Um, also, weird sidebar, Justin, can you walk us through what version 2.0 Animal Crossing even means? Because there are two camps. Half the people seem really excited about it, and then the other half are like, I don't even know what this is. So, what what what, what is it? 
Or should we be excited? So before I mean, before you get into before you get into it, can you can also can you answer the question why are people so amped about frog chairs? So frog chair basically <laughs> was from I believe New Leaf. By by and... the way, by the way, I fucking love you, Justin, that you actually have an answer. That, like you know, you're like, like if 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 Shannon had thrown that my way, I would have just been staring stupidly into this webcam, going like, uh, and and Justin's like straightens up, fixes his hat, and is like, all right, so frog chairs, let me tell you. And I was like, did you see my jaw dropped? I was like, I didn't even know frog chairs was an Animal Crossing thing. Yeah, so it's an item in Animal Crossing New Leaf that you could get. And it's just basically this green little froggy chair that looks like the face of a frog. It's super cute, and everybody loves it. And it basically became a meme when uh, New Horizons was coming out, and everyone was like, "Oh, like this doesn't have froggy chair. Like this game fucking sucks." And it was just like everyone was docking it, and they're like, "When are we getting the frog chair update? Whatever." And everyone just like made fun of it and referenced it so much to the point where in this new update, they actually show it in the game now. So now they actually put it in there because enough people brought it up. So now everyone's like losing their shit that, you know, they actually got frog chair in the game. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Yes. So that is the lore on frog chair. Uh, uh, we're, and we're all better for it. Yes. I guess you can sleep <laughs> easy knowing that now you're in the know. <sighs> you know, I'll try anything. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> But for uh, the 2.0 update, I mean, it's a huge update. Like, I was actually surprised how much. I mean, they've obviously been working on it for like a year, this like update and stuff. But we're getting uh, Brewster, who is the little green bird that brews coffee and stuff. And that's being added to the museum. So you can enjoy coffee with your friends. Um, You can use amiibo cards and get certain villagers, whatever, to come in. You can get a uh, cup of joe with them if you uh, are so inclined. Um, they also added a bunch of camera features and stuff to take like selfies with villagers and like just I guess little like quality of life stuff. Um, some of the really cool stuff that I'm actually excited for. It's pretty cool. Is now there's an ATM that you can craft and you can put that next to your house so you don't have to run to the like residential center and stuff to like withdraw bells and stuff anymore. You can actually just withdraw like cash in your home and stuff and there's like a shed for outside storage um they also are adding cooking uh took a page out of stardew valley's book now so now you can actually cook stuff in your home and grow ingredients like tomatoes carrots um whatever else you want there's now ladders you can place they also increased the amount of stairs and ramps that you can have just by a couple like you can have i think 10 of each now or something like that for a total of 20 which is pretty cool um and then one of the other really big things that they added is the the little camera island that like seems really rapey that nobody really used um they're adding now you can do stands i mean you're not Uh, wrong you're not wrong like dude like it's like some shed in the middle of nowhere shannon where like some dog wants to take pictures of you and stuff like that's hey hey, if that doesn't scream i'm never coming back it's a llama it's a llama come on (laughs) okay it's a llama i only went there once i'm not sure if he's a llama but a llama so you know put some uh, respect on the llama's name okay but yes uh on that island now with i think harv is his name or but but 
on that island now you can have stands for like uh sneakers the guy who would like come to your island sometimes to like sell like shoes and stuff and then the little sloth dude who sells plant stuff and like basically all the people that would randomly show up on random days in the town plaza you they can set up stands now on this island the carpet merchant too and stuff and you can basically visit them anytime now instead of having to wait for a specific day which is pretty cool so it's just like a lot of quality stuff live and then there's also dlc they're adding too that's like the happy home decorator stuff that was on 3ds they're basically adding that as dlc that i believe you can buy or if you are upgrading your online account to the uh whatever one to get the nintendo 64 games i believe you get the dlc for free so you can help villagers design homes and stuff and decorate their houses for them so i mean there's a lot of stuff there right there's a lot there's a lot of they added you know a bunch of systems a bunch of things like that unfortunately for me i just don't see any of that being exciting like what would have been more exciting for me in, in all reality is like a whole nother catalog of bugs and fish would have been really cool. Like something like that. Um, you know, Hey, maybe improving the multiplayer system in any way would have been awesome. Uh, things that would have actually pulled me back into animal crossing. Like I, I can see where people are excited about this and like the people that love the, the phone game and stuff, being able to, add a bunch of crafting and add a bunch of customization options and things like that is, is, is really neat. Unfortunately, that's just, I just don't think it's for me, especially not at a paid DLC level. So I don't know, uh, Shannon, you, you going to, you going to get pulled back into animal crossing after hearing that. I don't know if you uh, saw the thousand yard stare that I was giving while Justin was going over everything in these patch notes, but uh, no, uh, nothing makes me want to go back to this game, except if, they opened up a dimension into like a hell portal where like Isabel or whatever could go and play with the doom dude and then bring back meat. So you could cook it in like your, uh, in your, in your house. That would be dark. the only way. Okay. Yeah. I, got, I, got <laughs> um, I, or if they had had the, the thing like the, was it GameCube animal crossing that had the NES games in it? Yeah. Like I thought that would have been a cool way for them to kind of make their, uh, uh, expansion to the online service like a cool integration like any of those games you could play in animal crossing with someone else that would have been super rad um and unfortunately i just don't i don't i don't know i don't get it uh here's another question i have for you i mean it seems like pretty much all of us are with the exception of justin are pretty much out on the new expansion for animal crossing mm -hmm. barring another global pandemic where we're stuck in our houses for like months <laughs> on end if the next uh animal crossing comes out would you get it yeah yeah i probably would um that first that first like six month arc with animal crossing was great it was really fun i really enjoyed my time it, it was the first one i ever played i thought it was a really good game as far as like the daily chore aspect of it now that i know what it is and what to expect from an animal crossing yeah sure i would take another proper animal crossing um but the, the what they're offering now just isn't it for me like i would i i would be more inclined to delete my island and start over than i would to just keep going with what i have at this point so mm -hmm. jordan you got any thoughts 
Uh, I would say uh, to answer Shannon's question, yeah, I would. Uh, I definitely got my hundred and twenty dollars worth out of Animal Crossing when it first came out because I got a copy from my wife and I each. Oh, uh, okay. So I I would say I definitely got my hundred and twenty bucks worth, but I can tell you right now, the last day I played Animal Crossing was May eleventh, twenty twenty. <laughs> and that is because it was the day before my kid was born ah and ever since he came into this world i have not touched it again and have had no inclination to go back yeah because all of a sudden you got real chores <clears throat> yeah. So. yeah yeah tell me about it yeah and uh justin are you uh are you is, is this enough to bring you back are you excited to come back to animal crossing for a froggy share like I so I'm excited <laughs> for the content. Like I will probably like boot up Animal Crossing once the update happens to check it all out. Um especially cuz like with the stands and stuff like I have like so much money in Animal Crossing like I can literally like buy all the new stuff and be set. Um but I'll probably just turn it on to get the update, check it out, but I don't foresee like getting sucked back into like the daily grind of Animal Crossing. But I definitely do want to check out some of the new stuff that they're adding. Could we do some, uh, could, could you and I uh, get together and do some like uh, uh, those animated videos that you've been making for your Nothing to Play podcast, But except we do it for um, somebody who hasn't gone back to their Animal Crossing island in two years and their tenants <laughs> are just like freaking out because they yeah. get stuck there. <laughs> you promised just... me good times, you bastard. <laughs> it's like, it looks like the village is like burned down and then like the, the little clown villagers like the joker of like arkham city over here T- timmy and tommy's heads are on spikes the store is totally looted all your villagers want to leave and they're upset with you that you haven't been there in two years so to get to actually give them permission to do so yeah, yeah. the airport's been burned down there's like 47 scorpions on the island just running around. A couple tarantulas just like biting people for random, yeah. you know. For, for, now for that p- is a $60 title. Right? <laughs> You're like, I would drop $120 again oh, for, fuck the scorp- yeah, for the scorpion update. <laughs> Give me the Mad Max <laughs> of Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, my son, my son said he wants a mod with giant tarantulas and scorpions in Animal Crossing. <laughs> He's like, it would be, it'd make him really easy to see, but it'd probably make it pretty scary. And I'm like, yeah, but I, yeah, those, you know what? Those things I, run fast, man. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I'm like, but I'd be with it. I'd, I'd be down if, it, as long as I got a giant net. Give it, sure, let's do this. <laughs> um, so, so you you mentioned it, and we should talk about it. It's it's being lumped in as part of the expansion to the Nintendo Online service. Uh. Okay, I wasn't in on the expansion to the online service when when they announced it. When it's like, yeah, here's N64 games and Sega Genesis games, which is really weird to me because that's not a generational like neck and neck there. Like Saturn games or Dreamcast games would have made a lot more sense to me. But um, anyway, uh, so the pricing came out on that. And hey, guys, you know how it went... F- from uh, 1999 or 34.99 a year, if you had 34.99, if you had the family membership, well, mm-hmm. guess what? That now becomes 79.99 and or 49.99 if you don't have the family membership to add Nintendo 64 games and Sega Genesis games 
also uh, access to this Animal Crossing DLC, which you could also just buy for twenty nine bucks. I think. Man, I, who does this? Who who will do this? I don't. Me. Right here. Why? And I'm not. Um, I'm not talking mess. I'm. I'm generally curious. Like, why would you do that? Because the Nintendo 64 games that they announced are uh-huh. ones that I would go back and play. I would definitely play Yoshi Story again, Mario Tennis, uh, Dr. Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, uh, Banjo-Kazooie, because I don't have an Xbox, so I can't play it on Rare Replay. Mm-hmm. I would definitely go back and play all those again. And thinking back to it on the Wii Virtual Console, any of those games that they actually suggest or that they actually offered were $9.99 a piece. So uh-huh. I get that plus all future games for less than the price of five games, plus all the Genesis games, plus the Animal Crossing stuff that I'm never going to play ever. But <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And fair enough. I guess I'm looking at it where it's like I I don't go. And maybe this is just me projecting, but I, I don't go back and play a lot of older games. I mean, in all fairness, we were talking before we were recording. I have so much that I need to play for this year that going back and playing some of these games probably just isn't in the cards regardless. But also, you know, the Sega Genesis stuff, like I have the Sega Genesis collection that came out last generation that has all of these games on it and more. Yeah, I've got that too. You know, and it's like the how many times can you play Ocarina? You know, like how, like it's one of those things where, and I'm asking myself this, this isn't me asking you this, but it's (laughs) just like, you know, it's like one of those things where I, I don't, I just don't see the need for the price increase. Like, you know, if my wife decides she super wants to do the animal crossing stuff, I'm totally fine doing the $30 one time price to buy the DLC, but just doing it to tie it to a subscription seems weird to me. Here's my other thought, too, and uh, this may just be my own way of trying to rationalize it. Mm -hmm. I pay 60 bucks a year for PlayStation Plus for games that are shit when they come out, so I never play any of those. I'll pay 50 bucks a year to continue to be able to play Smash Online and get games I will actually play. Sure, sure. I mean, So for me, personally, that price is worth it. And and we should say... That price being an annual price makes that an easier pill to swallow. For, for sure. sure. Like if that was a $20 a month price, I would be like, hey, that would be just tragic. You know? Oh, yeah, but, I'd be out, hands down. But an annual cost, I mean, that's why I have it right now. It's 20 bucks for the year, and it's like, yeah, who cares? You know, like, okay, I, I spend that on coffee in a week. It's fine. You right. Know. So. That's, what, that's what also surprises me, is Nintendo went from being the cheapest online uh, subscription mm-hmm. to the most expensive, right? Because <clears throat> I mean, you pay like sixty dollars a year for uh, like PlayStation Plus if you're not if you don't you know buy it at a discount, you're mm-hmm. you're, you're paying the sixty bucks. And you know we thought that was expensive, and then Nintendo came along and was like twenty dollars a month uh, for online play, and you're like, cool. I mean, like that's a no brainer. Yeah. And now here we are talking seventy four ninety nine, and you know everybody's like, you know it's 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 pretty divisive. Um, well, t- well, to be well, fair, it was it was twenty dollars for a single account. It was thirty five dollars mm-hmm. if you wanted the whole family account, which is what I have because mm-hmm. it because my kids and everyone played Animal Crossing and I needed it for that, you know. Um, but where where you're right though is Xbox and um, 
PlayStation, it doesn't matter if it's a single user or multiple users, mm. you know, like anyone that's on that family or in that, in that family group can have access to that stuff. So all of a sudden $74 is now 15 more dollars than your PlayStation plus or your Xbox live account. And yeah, I don't know. But I think that's more if you actually want to like, like say if the four of us wanted to go in on a family account, sure. We all live in four different places. Well, I mean, you and Shannon live close by, but Justin's down on the other side. I'm up in the Midwest, you know, Mm -hmm. like we're all in different places. We could split that cost. Cause I know I have, we had to get rid of one of our switches. So we only have one in the house right now. And my account is on there and my wife is able to do all the online stuff because my account is on there. Oh, okay. So okay. you still only need one with, with Nintendo online per console. So, okay. It's per console, not per account. That makes right. sense. That makes sense. Okay. That works. I bet you it's IP tagged or something like that. Probably. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Justin, you doing it? You, you upgrading? Um, probably not. Well, just cause, um, I know, I think I said it before. I'm on a family plan with one of my friends, Chris and like his family and stuff. So if they upgrade, then it's like, cool. Then I guess like I get kind of <laughs> grandfathered into it. But if he doesn't, you're just going to, you're just going to leech off that shit. And not even yeah, about exactly. It. <laughs> dude. It's like, I got signed up. I'm just happy as a clam. Every time I turn it on, I still got the family plan. I'm like, all right. I'm like, oh. I'm in it. You just boot it up one day and you're like, oh, Genesis games. Sweet. Yeah, exactly. That's what's going to happen. If they decide to upgrade, I'm like, all right, Justin got grandfathered into the, yeah, I can yeah. play Paper Mario for the 87th time. And you will. And you will. Yeah. It's just like once I get a Steam Deck, you know, my ass is going to put Dolphin Emulator on it so I can play Sunshine on my Steam Deck. <laughs> and we didn't we didn't talk about that, but you guys see that story about, uh, I mean, we didn't put it on the outline, but the story where... It was pretty much day and date. They had Metroid Dread running on uh, on Nintendo Switch emulators, and it was running in 4K, like way better than it <laughs> runs on the Switch. And, and like the original story from Kotaku essentially was like, and here's how you do it. And it was one of those like reading it like, um, guys, mm, mm, no, this ain't good, you know. Uh, and they've since revised what they originally had released. So to make it very less uh here here's the steps you need to take to run an emulator on your pc and play metroid dread in 4k please go buy it don't sue us nintendo um but i thought that was very interesting that essentially day and date and it's running at a better clip than it does to the native hardware i was like oof that's that's rough but is anybody surprised oh no i mean not at all (laughs) i mean if you've if you've owned a PC and have been in any sort of uh, you know sh- shareable networks, <laughs> uh, these these type of things are not new to you in any way. I don't think. LimeWire, RIP, Kaza, BearShare, what's up, BearShare? Yeah, LimeWire, RIP, and every other PC that I ever had LimeWire installed into. <laughs> right? right, exactly, exactly. Oh man! I was like the pirate bay is still holding strong though. <laughs> Does that still exist? The pirate oh, bay yeah, still exists. Oh yeah, Jesus! Dude, they they'll take it down every thing. now and then, but they'll put it back. But it up. always comes back. It's like yep. Michael Myers, man. Like you think he's gone, and then like twenty years later, he shows back up. You're all, you're all typing the pirate bay into into the uh, into the 
browser bar and just do 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 Halloween music starts picking up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's uh, talk about since. So, hey, speaking of uh, things from the past that they're dragging back out into the light, let's talk about DC and uh, and what happened with their little uh, announcement portfolio, the DC fandom. Um, we got looks of Black Adam and The Flash and talked about some Aquaman, Lost Kingdom, and a whole bunch of shows, animated and not, that are coming down, like Peacemaker. Uh, but for our purposes, hey, that Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League thing looks pretty rad. By the way, guys, Rocksteady still makes awesome games. I don't know if you know this. It's been a long time since the last Rocksteady game, but this shit looks awesome, and I'm in, like, I get to be I get to be uh, King Shark and beat up Justice League. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do this. Good. Uh, I'm excited for you. Uh, what? What? <laughs> Dude, like, you're, I mean, I have a problem, right? I buy games, I play them, I don't finish them. Like, I just I gotta correct that. Uh, and if I'm not like super hyped for it, I'm not I'm not gonna buy it, bro. I'll, bro, I'll, this shit I'll, doesn't even come out till like late next year. You got time. Oh, okay, I got time. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Stop stop with the panic. Well, I mean, with the way I'm going, it's going to take me a while to beat all the games that I have now. Not if so you just keep buying more. I know. I mean, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Jordan, you don't need to bring facts into this discussion. So. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. I'm all sorry. Right. I'm the guest. I shouldn't be shooting at Shannon like this. No, no. I mean, Shan- Shannon's Irish. He never lets facts get in the way of a good story and a good time. <laughs> um, it's, it's, what, it's what his people do. Um, I should know. I'm one of them. Uh, the... Uh, the other game that they uh, they showcased was made by WB Games Montreal, the game, the studio that was thought to be sold a million times, but apparently never was. And it's Gotham Knights, The Court of Owls, which uh, if you've never read the Court of Owls series from Batman, it's freaking rad. It's, yeah, one it of, it's one of the best Batman storylines. And the fact that they're converting this into a video game is legitimate. To say this, to say the slightest, and uh, I, I don't know about you, but I might be more in. It's not Rocksteady; it's the it's the B team doing it. But just for the subject matter, I think I'm more in on a Court of Owls game than a than a Suicide Squad game, just because I love that storyline so much. Uh, Justin, have you read Court of Owls? I have read Court of Owls, and it is so, a great comic book. So, what what are your thoughts about the uh, the conversion to a video game format for that story? I mean, it's hard. It's one of the. It's almost like the conversion of anything. Like I just watched Long Halloween um, animated movies or whatever one and two, and compared to the actual, I mean, Long Halloween's one of the best Batman, like most renowned yeah. Batman storylines ever, and it's like, yeah, like trying to convert it into an animated movie they skipped a bunch of stuff and obviously it didn't translate as well as the comic book um so i actually kind of refused to watch that i was really excited about it when they announced it when they announced it and as it got closer i was like i i don't want to sully my memory of the long halloween (laughs) it's like one of my favorite reads and it's like i don't want to do that especially after they did the killing joke animated movie 
Dude, yeah, like, Killing Joke was bad. And then there was another one that I just watched. What was it? Um, Hush or whatever. Yeah. Like, like, they butchered that too. Like, they cut Superman's entire part, like, out of the movie. And so it's like, and all the, like, Poison Ivy, like, none of them were involved. And it's like, how? <laughs> like, there's no way. Yeah. Like, there was so many, like, different storylines that they just, like, were like, okay, we don't have time for this. So we're just going to, like, cut that. And I'm just like, dude, you can't do that, though. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I, I'm hoping they'll do it justice. Um, I know I think they did an animated Court of Owls movie too, if I remember correctly. I'm sure and they did. I don't think it was anywhere is because that's one of the whole things is like Bruce being like being trapped like underground, like going through the maze and stuff, and like him like going crazy and kind of not knowing like where the bat like Batman ends and like Bruce like begins and stuff, and like, mm-hmm. losing his mind, drinking the like crazy like drugged water and stuff, and it's like, dude. Like, they didn't have, like, any of that in the movie and stuff. It's like, dude, come on, man. But see, where I think uh, they could go further in a video game, you kind of need all that stuff. You need the padding out in a lot of ways in a video game. Because, like, in a movie, you're trying to get to the point. It's Even if it's a multi-parter, you've got a max of, like, five hours that that you can fill. Where with video game, it's like, if it's a 30-hour, 40-hour video game, that's fine. That's totally normal. Like, take your time. Just don't fill it full of Riddler trophies, and I think we'll be all right, you know. So, Jordan, so, you have thoughts? So oh. this, so hold on. So this is, takes place in like the that whole like Arkham Asylum like series. It is or not is clear. Standalone. It is not clear whether it does or not. Okay. So, I'm not sure if it happens in the Rocksteady verse or okay. if it's outside of that. It's like a standalone, like solitary story experience. It doesn't tie into anything. Yeah. Which wasn't the first WB one. The God damn it. Which, which Batman game was it? There was Arkham, Arkham origins, origins, origins was their uh, standalone one that apparently was supposed to be in that universe, but it played very, the story and stuff was very different. So it also wasn't as good, which scares me. I think with how much time they've had to uh, sharpen it up, I, I I'm Court of Owls has me in like it, it's that that subject matter right there. Um, <clears throat> I'm interested to see how they're going to do it with the Arkham Knights, mm-hmm. like with the multiple characters. Um, yeah, because that's the whole yeah. thing is Batman is presumed dead. Right. Right. And so, yeah. Right, so it's like what Robin, Nightwing, Red Hood, mm-hmm. all those kind of people just kind of <laughs> take oh, it. The Rabbi, yeah. yes, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I'm I'm all in on uh, Arkham Knights. So the other one I'm all in for. It's not a game, but they announced is uh, Batman Cape Crusader, which is the Batman animated series team new show coming back uh, it's got bruce tim and all that and it's uh but the whole look is like 1940s batman and oh, super noir looking and i'm i mean the original batman animated series was one of my favorite things ever and the fact that they're running it back this many years later with like pretty much the same creative team like yeah i'm down let's do this so that was one of those, uh, hey, kids, way back in the day, you would come home from class 
and run home to turn on the TV because there were cartoons on TV when you got home. This doesn't happen anymore. Now it's YouTube and whatnot. But when we were kids, there were hey cartoons. kids, let me tell you, when I got home, I would sit Quiet, down. An old man is talking. Um, we, would, we would wait all right, for Grandpa, our schedule. Let's get you back to the nursing home. On yeah. the TV. <laughs> Thank, thank you, Jared. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that was that was absolutely one of my go-to's. That one, the Animaniacs, Ducktales, woo, yeah. Gargoyles. Like, I mean, yeah. oh, Gargoyles is so good. F yeah, dude, Gargoyles. When Disney was like, "Hey, that Batman show is making money. What if we made Batman, but with gargoyles?" And they were like, "Yep, do it." Yeah, that show was awesome. Show sure was remember James Bond Junior like some of those random ass ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There was some uh, there was some jank in there, but there was also some good. Uh, there were some dimes for sure. Speaking of jank, can we talk about like the litany of DC animated movies? They not they they announced like eighteen DC animated movies. It was like guys, maybe, maybe pick and choose a few. That's like, their come on. freaking wheelhouse, though. Like they do a lot better in the animated shit than they do in the in the the real life bullshit. <laughs> yeah they i do. know <laughs> when your best movie is shazam yeah they do <laughs> i mean in suicide the second suicide squad movie was all right haven't I mean, seen first, it i can't put, i can't pass right. judgment yeah first, first wonder mean, woman yes dc's take at a female captain america movie yeah it was fantastic yeah, it, was, it was a great retelling of captain america the first avenger exactly <laughs> starring wonder hey, woman hey it's it, i mean you gotta count it right it's it's in dc but I mean, it's uh, yeah. I mean, just not good. Dude, it's like that Steve. meme. Hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just don't make it look too similar. <laughs> don't worry, I'll have a dude named Steve flying an experimental airplane, crashing it at the end of the movie. It'll be fine. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, that second Wonder Woman movie. God damn. I, God damn. I don't know if I've, I. I mm, I'm not going to get into it again. We had a whole thing on the show. That, that's one of those movies that when you stop and think back on it, like I don't know if I've ever been as disappointed and just as like incredulous, like halfway through that movie, like, Holy, like, what am I even watching? Holy shit. <laughs> How um, much worse can this get? Oh, Oh, okay. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's wrap up our fandom talk with a little bit of chat about the trailer for the Batman. Starring Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz and Matt Reeves. Um, coming March 4th, 2022. They put a date on it only in theaters. Sorry, HBO Max people. You can only get The Batman in uh, in theaters. And uh, guys, we're here. We're officially old enough that Hollywood thinks most theater goers have forgotten what The Crow is. We've made it. We've survived long enough that they're basically remaking The Crow, but with Batman. Well, when you've had as many iterations of The Crow that have been as bad as they are, people have a tendency to suppress those memories. Uh, mm. <laughs> I now pronounce you Shorty and Pimp. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that one was for Shannon. Sorry. Um, but uh, I-, I will say the Batmobile looks freaking rad. Mm-hmm. I love this like super gutter punk looking Batmobile. Like I'm on board with it. Gone are the Tim Burton, Joel Schulmacher days. Um, I, I was into it. Like it looks fun. It looks like a good detective story type thing. Like Riddler 
causing havoc. You see a penguin appearance in there and it's not like, you know, it's a good cobble pot. It's like, yeah, he's an ugly dude, but he's not like Danny DeVito mutant penguin that we've had before. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of into it. I hope they play up the penguin like in the comics where he's like a kingpin level crime boss. Like I always thought he was a great foil in that regard. And that totally got glossed over the first time we've seen him in the movies. Um, and so, yeah, uh, your guys thoughts. I, I, hey, also Pattinson looks pretty decent as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. Like I, I, I was skeptical, but I'm ready to eat those words. Like he looked all right. He looks all right when he's in the costume, but mm-hmm. when they show him outside of the costume, he looks like a meth head. Um, and I was just. Do you think little... that's purposeful, though? Like maybe like the in the story, like he's getting run ragged, like maybe he doesn't start out looking that way, you know? I don't know. Like, I don't know what, you know, this is the problem I have with DC movies, and it's not like this movie is bad or anything like that. But when you grew up with, you know, the Tim Burton Batman and the Michael Keaton playing Batman, and there was that perfect balance of like campiness and wittiness, but also like drama and an actual story, uh, you know, it's such a far cry from what they're going for now. Like everything is so serious and it's so dark and it's so, you know, I know it's another reimagining and there's like 15 different types of Batmans that you can reference as source material. Um, and everybody wants to be gritty and, um, you know, take a different approach on this vigilante justice. Um, it, you know, it's just, you know, I kind of wanted something that was more in that nostalgic phase that like had people fall in love with Batman and, and create the following. Um, you know, it's this time, it just seems like this with this one, you're actually seeing the utility of Batman. Like, you know, his, his armor is actually functional. Um, you know, it's, uh, the car is, um, you know, not as glorified as it was, but still functional. Like everything is like stripped down bare bones, serves a function, has a purpose, which is great. Cause like, you know, I think it defines the character a little bit more. Um, it's just kind of a bummer to see them take such a dark approach to the character. Um, to me, I mean, I'll still watch it. I'll probably still enjoy it. I, I have nothing, you know, it's not like, you know, when they released the, the Titans trailer and everybody was like in, you know, everybody's picking on the fuck Batman. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, it's not fuck Batman for me. Uh, it's, um, you know, it's an interesting take and I, I want to see where it goes. It just seems like everything was so dark, so gritty, so destitute. And I kind of hope that, you know, I, I just want a good quality product from them, I guess. Uh, Justin, do you have a, a take on it? What did you think? Yeah, so, I mean, initially when they announced that uh, Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman, I was also very skeptical. But, um, I, like, once, uh, that with this trailer and stuff, it pretty much, like, solidified to me that I was like, dude, like... I, his voice sounds on point. I actually like his Batman voice more than I like Christian Bale's. Yeah. Can, can we all like, I love the Christian Bale movies. Can we all agree that that Batman voice was like the dumbest shit? Like, well, because it just it sounds like, sound yeah. like he has cowls, like, this time. Yeah. His cowl's <laughs> just like choking him. Like his nose is clogged. Up. Where is he? It sounds, it sounds like someone, it's someone's like, sounds like someone doing a bad impression of Mel Gibson and Ransom. Ransom. <laughs> like, Give me back my son. You know, like that whole thing. Like, it's just, yeah. 
yeah so i actually really dig his voice like i think he looks good in the costume like it reminds me a lot of i guess like kind of like the setting and stuff kind of makes me think kind of like batman year one kind of stuff like him like starting out like you know as batman like he's not like the world's best detective like yet sort of thing like he's still figuring stuff out and working it out um, I like the fact that we are actually finally getting a detective movie. Like, that's probably what I'm most excited about is, you know, essentially from what I've read, the Riddler in this movie is effectively like Jigsaw-ish. And so it's him basically hunting down like Jigsaw and trying to follow the clues and figure out like what's going on. And so I'm really excited for that. And it looks shot really beautifully, like, in the trailers yeah. and stuff. Like, a lot of, like, what they showed, just, like, him zipping around and just, like... Dude, at the end of the trailer, when, like, he comes, like, the Batmobile comes out of the flames and stuff. And he gets out of the car and he's, like, walking all slow, like, towards the other person's flipped over car and stuff. I was like, dude, that looks badass. Like, I'm here for it. He is vengeance. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I... It's usually the biggest thing to come out of DC fandom is the or has the biggest reach out of all of it. And I I think, you know, I was one of those people that I was done with Batman after after the third Bale movie. I was kind of ready to let Batman just lie there for a while. Like I never got with Batfleck. I, I couldn't I couldn't get on board. Um, you weren't but, missing much. I, oof, <laughs> man, I've tried. Those movies are. They're not Wonder Woman 84 bad, but they're, they're special. Um, I was not advocating for the releasing of the Snyder Cut. Let's put it that way. Um, and I, I, somehow this trailer's got me, though. Like, it, it's pulled me back in. I'm ready to watch it. Like, maybe maybe this will kick off a fun new trilogy. I don't know. God, I hope so. Uh, I My thoughts on Batman quick, just not to repeat what everybody else has mm-hmm. already said. Um, I was dragged to the theater by my girlfriend at the time to see um what's his face in twilight yes and it's gonna feel very cathartic to drag my wife to the theater to see him as batman <laughs> so how the roles have been reversed yep <laughs> the shoe no, is I'm, on the other foot now i'm 100 in for this movie yeah and and i like the riddler being a character that is truly sinister because there are some storylines in the comics that, I mean, the Riddler is arguably as terrifying as a Joker sometimes and and can be just as chaotic. And it seems they are embracing that. So I think that's awesome. Um, and, and let's be real. The only thing that was sinister about Jim Carrey's Riddler was that fucking jumpsuit that he was in. Well, and the fact that he was playing a billionaire that you know, his big idea was I'm going to use media to steal everyone's information, which, Oh wait, hold on. Never mind. Um, a little ahead of its time. Yeah, in some he's, ways. He Zuckerberg them. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and somewhere in junior high, young Mark Zuckerberg was like, wait a minute. This is genius. Um, yes. Uh, now I'm blocked from Facebook. Thanks. That pixel life. Jesus. Um, again, you're not missing much. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, where will I get my anti-vax reports from now? Um, anyway, let's go ahead and, uh, 
uh, Justin, do we, do we need to talk about this Steam NFT thing? No, I mean, I, I guess I could just say it real quick. Just like Valve or whatever is, I guess, uh, not allowing games that use blockchain and stuff on Steam, which mm-hmm. I more or less just thought it was funny because they're like, hey, you want to fuck a hentai girl in a match three dungeon for five ninety nine? <laughs> Go right ahead. Buy it. And they're like, whoa, you want a cryptocurrency? Fuck you. Get off our stash. <laughs> like, it's just, they like, Valve blatantly like let the floodgates down years ago. Did not give a shit. Like people like, like reskin games and upload it. And it's like the buggiest piece of shit. And they're like, oh, well, it is what it is. Like, you know, we have an open door policy. And someone's like, oh, I want to put like blockchain in my game now. And they're like, the fuck you are. So I just thought that was funny that like they, they were so not give a shit. And then now all of a sudden they like actually give a shit about something again. Meanwhile, Shannon's like, wait, wait, slow down. What was that hentai game you were talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shannon's like. <laughs> literally Shannon, half like, the games on Steam. <laughs> right. Yeah. Totally. Literally like it's in your recommended list <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That's funny. Shush. Uh, well, shall we shall we talk a little bit about what we've been playing? Um, so, Jordan, I'm not sure if you have tried out Back for Blood at all, but me and Shannon and Justin all got together on Friday uh, with fresh Game Pass installs and hopped on with Random Stranger X for a multitude of games, and we learned some things. We learned that. Uh, it's been a long time since I've played a first person shooter. Like it's, it's man, I suck. Holy crap. It took me a while to get my sea legs back on some first person shooting. Um, that game is way more difficult than we thought it would be like playing on the beginner mode. We were getting our asses handed to us. Oh, damn. Um, that game is totally left for dead, like a hundred percent just left for dead, which I'm okay with. Uh, and also, that game is really fun. Like it's got that thing where Shannon mentioned it a few times while we were playing how it's like kind of janky and kind of dumb. And, ah, oh, that was bullshit. How we died that time. Do you want to play again? Yeah. Okay. Hey, let's go. Like it has that, like, <laughs> okay, let's do it again. One more time. Let's go. Like, no, we can get it this time. We got it this time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I liked, I liked the shooting. I thought the gun, uh, the gun mods were a nice addition. They have a card system in the game. And so you are handed basically one losing card right up, right at the top, which sets the parameters for the level or potentially a bonus. If you can do the challenge that is on the card. Uh, But usually it's just something it'll be like fog or that a big horde's going to get to you at the end or something like that. That makes the level you're playing a little more difficult, but then you can pick other cards to help yourself out. Like I picked it. I was stuck on this card. I loved it so much that turned your basic melee, which is a punch into a knife. And, and which gives you a one hit kill when you do a melee. And then you can couple that with another card. So every time you melee kill someone, you get two health back. So it became a thing when you were getting sworn where all of a sudden I'm just like knifing dudes in the head left and right. But my health bar is staying up. And meanwhile, the horde eventually will subside enough that you can get out, but it's a way for you to keep your health up while you're being swarmed. Um, There are a lot of cool little combos like that. There's some cards you can find in the world 
that will totally mess you up. Like I got one that I was all excited for that looked like it was going to be a huge uh, ammo expansion uh, for, you know, what I could carry. And it was, except now I couldn't name down sights anymore, which made my rifles totally fucking useless. Oh. And it was just like, yeah, it became a thing. And so this random guy we were playing with had the same thing I did. And we were, and I felt bad for Shannon and Justin because the whole time me and this dude are just like, I can't shoot anything. I can't even see what I'm doing. This sucks. <laughs> like I end up going with a hand cannon for most of the level just because my rifle was just so frustrating. But um, I, I think it's really smart. I don't know how much, how long of a tail it's going to have, but I'll tell you right now, I want to play more of it. It's definitely a good spooky season game. I'm, I'm in uh, guys. You have thoughts. So I played the game uh, Thursday night. Like uh, I played it like one night before because I didn't want to be like, you know, super like freshy noob guy. You you didn't want to be like me and just suck ass right from the start. Yeah. So I loaded it up and I started playing it. Right. And I put it on easy because I didn't know what to expect. And uh, I went through the game. um, I guess it must have been like the the tutorial or like the um the prequel or whatever, like the, the warm up before you actually started the game, because I went through it and I was like murking zombies left and right. And I was like, okay, this is almost like too easy. Like the zombies are really stupid. I'm just mowing people down. There's like mm-hmm. ammo everywhere. I'm going to be in some good shape if this is how the game's going to go. So when we all got together on Friday, I initially, our first game bumped it right up to veteran. I was like, yeah, like we can all handle this. We're fine. We're good. And then we went to that first stage and we got our teeth kicked in through, like <laughs> yes, the first did. the first room like four mutated zombies came out and just wrecked us and uh it didn't help that i had a sniper rifle and you know i i was it was like a, a bolt action so i couldn't fire off any rounds relatively fast um but yeah uh we uh then got wiped very quickly and i went back into the menu and put it back on easy thinking this will give us a fighting chance and i would probably say our success rate getting through the levels was 50 50 mm-hmm. like each time it was like there was a it was, it, it was either you i mean there was no certainty about whether we were going to pass it or not and even the people that we were playing with were like bro like we've been playing this game on easy and i haven't gotten past uh act one round four like that there's this one uh level in the first act where you it, you're just getting swarmed with zombies. They're gonna per, they're gonna come perpetually. Like they're just always yeah. gonna come, and you have to run from one side of the bridge to the other. You get to the other side of the map. The military's like, bro, like we got to hold this spot down. We can't put these explosives on this ship, but we need to blow the ship up. And then your team has to go in, plant two explosives, and then you have 50 seconds to get off the boat before it blows up. And then the whole time, there's nothing but like waves of zombies that are coming in from all over the place. So the first two or three times we did that stage, like we failed. Uh, The dude that we were playing with was like the one random guy was just off doing his own thing. He was grabbing the bombs. He was jumping off the ship. He was just he was making our life miserable. And it wasn't until we got another dude. Uh, after we had wiped like three times that he was like, look, I've been on this level forever and I can't get off of it. So I'm hoping you guys can help me through it. And we actually succeeded in getting through that game, Mm -hmm. that level. And I think that's where it clicked for me. Like this is the moment that I've been waiting for that makes me want to play the game again is all of you struggling, having the same issue and conquering that, that level together. Uh, 
So and it's funny that guy like then friended us and was like, "Hey, I want to keep playing with you." Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, "Hey, let, let, we got a good thing going. Let's let's stick together." Yeah, so that was good. I mean, I did feel bad for him because like it, the three of us were in a party, and every time you wipe, your party gets sent back to the uh, your friend party gets sent back to the um, the main hub world, but the one rando that you're that you were playing with gets jettisoned out into the ether, and yeah. you have to find him again, which was now, kind of a bummer. Now, I, I will say the game does give you a recently played with list. Uh, so it wasn't that big of a challenge to go find that dude. What I thought was a bummer though, was once we invited him to the game and he joined up with us, it still kicked him mm-hmm. when we were done. And I was like, at that point, I've specifically invited this person to play with us. Why would it kick him? It didn't make sense to me, I guess. Cause he wasn't on our personal friends list or whatever, Maybe, but yeah, I don't know. I thought that was but yeah, bootsy. I mean, Overall, from my experience was it was frustrating uh, and there definitely was a lot of times where I did want to just take a break for a second just to uh, think of a better strategy for for our failure. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, I liked it. Um, I did. I did like those high moments where like we completed those levels that were just giving us a really hard time. And I think it's just hard enough to i actually i think it's a little bit harder on an easy setting than most people are going to enjoy which i think is going to do this game a disservice sure but i hope that people do stick with it because there is a i mean it is a a, a hugely rewarding feeling to beat those levels um justin what did you think so uh first off i also saw today apparently they are doing an update to make the easy mode easier mm. <laughs> that would so, make that would make sense sure yeah so I saw that is, I guess, in the works. I don't know when it's going to happen, but... Real quick, was the easy mode that hard because, like, the AI was that hard? Or was it that hard because of, like, the cards that you guys were talking about were just screwing you over? No, hmm. no. It was it was a combination of uh, the AI... I think it was it was us learning the cards, to be fair. I think part of it was us learning the game. Because by the time we stopped playing two and a half hours later... I felt a lot more confident in my ability in the game. Like we were, we were making steady progress at that time. Like I I, go ahead. I was going to say, and as long as Justin didn't shoot the fucking birds or set off a goddamn car alarm, we were You, you opened the door. Like, okay. So Jordan, Jordan, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shut shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. (laughs) Jordan. So we get into this one level and it says right in the beginning, there are doors that are alarmed. Don't open random doors. And Shannon from the get go is like, guys, 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 I don't know if you saw it. There's doors that are alarmed. Don't open any random doors. We, we beat like the first little mini boss. Okay. The doors open, but don't open any random doors. There's doors that are alarmed guys. There's doors that are alarmed. We, we get through that little section. We're coming around a bed. And next thing you know, a big fucking alarm's going off and a horde is descending upon us. And Justin's going, what the fuck happened? And Shannon's like, I opened a door. I didn't, know, I, didn't, I didn't open a door. I didn't open a door. I shot a door and the door opened like yeah. totally different. There was a zombie like, there. I shot it with a shotgun. The door blew open and the alarm went off. Mm. But different. Shannon made it a point multiple times. He's like, guys, there's doors <laughs> with alarms. 
and then like two minutes later, a notification pops up, and it's like, oh, Shannon Moore triggered the door. Like, yeah, I was yeah. Like, Son of a bitch, dude. Like, <laughs> God damn it, Shannon. But I also did the same. Where it's like, oh, hey, there's birds, and I like shot like a yeah. thing of birds, and it pissed them off, and I was like, uh oh. And it's like Justin <laughs> triggered the birds, and then the birds like attacked us, like as some Wes Craven movie. Yeah. But, by by the way, for people that don't know, uh, don't mess with the swarm of birds. Zombies really don't like it when the birds get moved. So yeah. <laughs> but at a certain point, when the when the level starts off, and it's like, hey, by the way, you probably shouldn't do this. There is that moment of morbid curiosity where you're like. <laughs> Yeah, but what if? <laughs> but, but maybe I will. I, w- uh, I will tell you, it was pretty funny for Zach. There was one part where we were getting swarmed, and Zach picked up a, a gas canister and threw it in front of me as I was shooting. <laughs> that was and great. This, that was this great. damn thing blew up in my face. It took out like pretty much 20 zombies, but it pushed me back about 10 feet. I was like, wow, I was like, it would have been good to know if you were going to throw that in my general direction. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> well, see, I had a plan and the plan was it was going to land like 20 feet in front of him. And then I was going to blow it up with in the doorway to kill all the zombies. Not re- not thinking it was totally my fault, but not thinking that Shannon was actively firing and the bullets <laughs> he was firing would probably blow it up. And it did. So, yes. But anyway. uh, it was... <laughs> Oh, I was just going to say, I'm sorry, Justin. I didn't mean to go off on that whole tangent <laughs> no. there. No, oh, no, no. That was a tangent worth doing. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I thought it was fun. It is very left for dead. And it is, I did, I kind of felt like same with like, like at the beginning, you know, um, by the end of it and stuff, I felt a lot more comfortable in my abilities. I mm-hmm. understood the, the card system pissed me off in the beginning because like when you first start the game, it's like every menu is like popping up. It's like, hey, check this out. I'm like, okay, just go away. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, go back. I just want to shoot stuff and play the game. But then like once all of that got out of the way and you kind of started to figure out the card system, I'm like, I need more health. I'm like, more stamina, faster reload speed. I'm like, give me those. I, I played as Ma the entire time and I really liked her. She was a lot of fun. And I agree with Zach, the uh, switching from punching to the knifing was like a game changer like when i didn't have the knife anymore and i was just punching i was like this sucks i'm like i want the knife back yeah yeah Um, i tried i tried it once and was like nope nope going back to the knife um the one what made it hard for me is dude those fucking spitters those suck they spit from so far away like one was like down this alleyway like nowhere near us and it spit like 70 yards, hit Shannon and like down Shannon when it like wasn't even anywhere near him. And like the pool it creates on the ground is like a big pool. And then there's stuff that like grabs you and locks you in place too. And you can't move or really do anything unless someone like, I guess, knifes it or like shoots it or just like eventually breaks on its own. But when you're getting swarmed by like 50 zombies and you can't move or shoot or do anything, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, and I do have to say the characters they have in Back for Blood are pretty fun. Each one has a unique ability. Like, uh, I like the super nerd. I think his name was Hoffman. But, like, he has additional inventory slots. Uh, the doc heals people better, obviously. Uh, what's the kid with the machete? Like, Evangelo or something mm-hmm. like that? Uh, he can break out of grabs when you get grabbed by things. Um, 
And there's there's a couple other guys. There's like your standard soldier dude. Uh, there's mom, which uh, Justin said has like the shotgun. And I think she has another inventory slot too. I'm pretty sure. And then uh, the soldier dude has like better accuracy and stuff like that. So they all have their own little perks. But um, it's it's really cool. I just, you know, it's, it's something I didn't expect a lot of, but I had a blast playing it. And I really want to play more of it. So... And uh, as for note, especially uh, for you, Jordan, the guy we were playing with said that if you're playing like single player, you apparently don't get achievements. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, He said, and that's why he was playing online with people now. He's like, yeah, he's like, I got through the first, like, I think two acts or whatever, but I didn't get any of the achievements for it. So now I'm going back playing with people trying to actually get the achievements. And hey, your boys got the achievement for uh, them not killing the jukebox. Dude, that what? was crazy. We got Dude. that achievement and the jukebox like immediately died. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> immediately blew up. So yeah, there's one level that's based around you're in a bar. You get like a little while to set some traps and stuff, but you don't have much at your disposal. <laughs> but then the whole point is you have to turn on the jukebox to call in the horde and, they, and, and boy, they come. And if you manage to not let them destroy the jukebox you it's like a pretty rare achievement apparently and we got it and yeah it was literally seconds later they destroyed the jukebox after the achievement popped i was like sweet yeah it was like a millisecond like the yeah. we got the achievement and then the jukebox broke right after the achievement popped yeah, like <laughs> as the sound effect for getting the achievement was playing and someone came and like punched the jukebox and destroyed it <laughs> so yeah. So the real pressing question here is, is it cross-play? Ooh, I don't know. I know PC and Xbox is. Because, mm-hmm. Shannon, weren't you playing on PC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we, we tried that one out. But I do not know past that. I, I will have to find that out. I'm not sure. Because if it is, then I will consider picking it up. Because, I mean, if you guys ever need a fourth, I'd be happy to play with you. Since... Apparently, mm-hmm. my invitation last time got lost in the mail. It's fine. Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. Well, originally we <laughs> yeah. were supposed to be playing it's with Robbie's uh, fault. Playing with Robbie, and then two That's minutes fair. before we were going, he uh, decided, you know, midnight Georgia time was a bad time to start playing Back for Blood. So he uh, he would decided That's very he needed to sleep. So I decided that was fair. I'm not giving him crap for that. Um, but apparently I'm Googling it right now. There is crossplay, whether you're on PlayStation four or five, Xbox one series X or PC. So good to know. There seems to be a polygon guide for enabling crossplay. So, because, uh, yeah, if I, uh, if I were to pick up this game and try it single player and not get any of the trophies, I would, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my PlayStation five would probably be out in the front lawn. Right. <laughs> No, you just gotta take the game out. Don't don't do it to the PlayStation hey, Five. You're I have a digital it. one. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. I I had to get what I could get my hands on, and unfortunately, that's what I could get my hands on. Uh, didn't you make the same call, Shannon? Yes, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beggars yeah. can't be choosers. Exactly. I hey, I got to play Ratchet and Clank when it first came out, so I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Like like that's me, the, that's... <laughs> like me on a Friday night twenty years ago. Uh, i was gonna say i don't think i've turned on my playstation 5 since i played ratchet and clank so good purchase you didn't play kenna (laughs) on it no i got on the i got on the rare store on Mm. on the pc because uh that was the other thing i've been playing is i beat kenna and oh yeah have you beat it no dude Uh. dude 
dude, bro. Dude, dude bro. Dude, you I gotta bro? get on dude. Yeah, bruh. Jordan, okay. you playing? Have you tried Kenna at all? Uh, so just to briefly tell you where I'm at in the game, uh, my my staff can now bend and become a bow. Okay. And I am. You're at the Wood Knight. Uh, I th- I think I'm right before the Wood Knight. Maybe. Well, get ready to drop your difficulty down because that Wood Knight <laughs> sucks. Um. So so let's put it this way. Um. I am. I opened up a new part of the map. Uh huh. And I am going through, and I have to do something with shrines or something. Okay. Okay. I know where you are. Yeah. 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 There's I three think shrines. I have, yeah. I think I have one more I have to do, and then I can move on to the okay. next area. You're you're actually pretty far in the game. There's not too much left to it. Like I I would say it's it's like an eight hour game, nine hours somewhere in that really realm. Yeah. It's not super long, but then it's also you know it was. 30 bucks. So it's hard to complain. Yeah, I guess I just, so is there, okay. Without going into, uh, uh, too many spoilers here. Cause I don't want to spoil the game. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the one mask that you get at the beginning of the game, is that the only one that you get? Is that the only Um, spirit that you have to, that um, you have to help? I don't feel like I want to answer that. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> I like how Zach hesitated for it. He's like, ah. Yeah, because like I was about to just be like, mm, I don't think I should, actually. So it's something that we can talk about off air, because yeah. as I told Shannon, uh, because he said that for spoiler talk at the end, we're going to be talking about a couple shows that I haven't seen, and I just, I don't care about spoilers. I Anything can be spoiled for me, and I'll still watch it or play it or whatever. Okay. So we can totally talk off air about it. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, I, I think that one is something you guys should definitely play. It is, uh, it is just really special. Like it, it's, it's, it's the best looking PS2 game you've ever played. Like, I'll put it <laughs> yeah. that way. I can um, agree with that. but like, and the gameplay is very reminiscent. I cannot wait to see this studio's next game. Cause I think they're going to take a lot of lessons from this game and apply them. And it's, it's really cool. And the story is something that's absolutely worth experiencing. And, uh, I think, uh, I think it's probably going to make my list at the end of the year. Like it was one of the best, uh, one of the best surprises I've come across this year. Like loop here is probably the biggest surprise of the year for me, but, uh, Kenna was a game I did not expect a lot of. It's a game that my, <laughs> it's it's a game that my children have loved watching me play. Uh, they were super invested in it, um, and uh, I just like putting hats on rot. So it's a good time. Um, but yeah, Surprisingly so enough, that was that was a very uh, charming part of that game. It was, uh, and every time you find a new uh, hat cart, it's like, oh yeah, sweet, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Shannon, what have you been playing? I have been playing more Far Cry 6, uh, and I do enjoy that game, but like I said, there's still just something, maybe it's my guns, I haven't unlocked enough of the the higher tier guns, but it just seems like the sniper rifles are not effective, uh, there's like a delay, 
I think in like or like the hitbox changes depending on the gun that you're using because like some of these people I'm hitting square in the head and it basically does like uh, a little a sliver of damage. I get that there's armored people and if you're using like soft target bullets on an armored person, it's not going to do a lot of damage. Um, so maybe that's just part of the problem is that you know they're upping their tiers for the amount of damage that's done to certain people. Um, but the one thing I've noticed about the enemies is that they their bullets are like homing bullets. Like, dude, like they will, I was running away from a battle that I clearly had no right starting. Uh, and I was doing a strategic retreat and I was running up a hill through bushes. And this enemy dude who was driving a Jeep that was probably like on the other side of a lake was driving a Jeep uphill, mirroring me running through bushes and hit me like i had one hit point left he hit me like driving firing out the side of the window with a pistol at i don't know probably like two football lengths away i was just like how the fuck <laughs> um it was one of those it. things it was so improbable it like killed the game for you uh yeah for a moment i was just like seriously like what the fuck like something is wrong here like there is like something has to change with the shooting mechanics in the game like i i don't mind the driving like i love the boat driving the boat driving the cars driving the trucks like everything in there you could you could drive tanks great everything in there i don't have a problem with the shooting mechanics though i have a big problem with um i have a nail gun that legit is like my favorite gun um it like kills people a lot faster than any of the other guns that fire bullets do. So um, I definitely know there's some problems with their damage relating to their weapons. Uh, but other than that, I'm still having fun with the story. Um, I just got chorizo, which is the, uh, the dog in the wheelchair, like his two back legs are in a wheelchair. Um, nice. and basically he just like runs around and like barks and creates disturbances and you can like sneak past people and stab them with machetes. It's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, that's all I really got to play, uh, back for blood and, um, and far cry six this week. So all stay right. tuned and, uh, maybe next week I'll play something different. So what, which is more ineffective, the sniper rifles in far cry six or the sniper mm -hmm. rifles in back for blood? <laughs> Well, back for blood, you hit somebody with a sniper rifle, they're going down. You hit somebody with a sniper rifle in Far Cry 6, and they're going to look at you like, what the fuck did you just shoot and, me with? And, like, and they're slapping the back of their neck like, damn mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, like, seriously, like, I had this one dude lined up with a a sniper rifle, uh, perfect headshot. And I hit him, and his head, he literally went like, boom, like this, and I watched his bar he had it was two like he has two chunks of it and i saw like the first one go down maybe like a tenth mm. and i was like i need to back up right now <laughs> i need to rethink this uh got my nail gun out sent my crocodile in to like you know distract him and then while the crocodile was like chomping at his kneecaps like i walked up behind him and went like one shot at him with a nail in the back of the head and he was done gotcha so i was like hmm this is odd odd choice all right uh, Jordan, what have you been playing? So guys, let me tell you. <laughs> Alright. Here we go. I've been playing this uh, nifty little indie title called Negative Spit... Oh wait, no I haven't. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> every time. Every time we get him on the show, he just has to... <laughs> me okay, alright. You can say every time, but last time I was on the show was in December, Justin. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, and we're faking sickness. Okay. <laughs> and I right. haven't even heard an update since then. Well, uh, his, to his, his to be fair, he's he's been, been on the show for two years, and I don't think I've heard an update since then. So. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Hey, I I'll had to give you. Wait, hold on. I'll stand up for. I'll stand up for you, Justin. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. He said he was going to take some time. He's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. He's got mm-hmm. some other projects in the hopper that he's working on, and uh, to hold uh, to hold back and not, and not be a jerk and mention negative space. I will say, if it <laughs> if it's. Well, two hands here if one is working on negative space and the other is being on the show i enjoy hearing you on the show every week so i'll give you that oh, well, thank you. but i am you gonna say th- if you don't make this an easy platinum i'm gonna be very upset with you darren's your difficulty it just yeah. it comes up and it's just a you win screen <laughs> perfect <laughs> I will say you you will actually get achievements for single player though. So fantastic! All right, I'm in. Um, no, I. This week's been a week. Um, I got my platinum in Final Fantasy VII. Wow, the original, not the remake. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wow. Well, I mean, my my platinum for the remake. (laughs) My platinum for the remake was back in April, so. I did both of those this year. Um, mm-hmm. I actually went back to the original Dragon Quest Builders. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I platinum the second one when it first came out. Uh, never went back to the first one for the longest time. And um, my wife and I are scraping money together, just trying to throw everything that we can into savings. So... Right now, I'm doing a lot of backlog. I have mm-hmm. so many games that I've played or that I've bought that I haven't played. So, um, <laughs> yeah, when you start digging into that backlog, it's it's humbling. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, I have that too. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Mm. I- I'll tell you this right now. Uh, you'll you'll like this one, Zach, um, because I don't want to give Blizzard my money, and I'm really jonesing for uh, Diablo. Mm-hmm. I re-downloaded Minecraft Dungeons. Oh, nice. It's That's like awesome. it, it's good enough just to scratch that itch. Yep. It, it is. Um, a, it's a great little uh, little Diablo game. It's like my first Diablo. It's fun. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but yeah, mine. Uh, not Minecraft. Um, what was the other one I was talking about? Dragon Quest <laughs> Builders. Mm-hmm. That's been taking up a lot of my time, surprisingly. Uh, it's fun. It's just a it's a fun little building game. And the world of Dragon Quest is a fun one to explore. It's got all like the regular Dragon Quest enemies, like the slimes and the skeletons and the hammer hoods and the golems. And I'm probably speaking French to you guys. I don't know if you play Dragon Quest or not. So, no, I, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I hear it. It's uh, it, it's. Have you ever played Dragon Quest Builder, Shane? No, I just play Dragon Quest the the games. Do you like Minecraft? No, I do not. Okay, well, never mind. Then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll okay. revisit this com- conversation in two years when uh, Shannon can't escape Minecraft because his kid is going to be playing it nonstop. But <laughs> that's how I learned how to play Minecraft. Let me tell you, it's Minecraft's fun a fun game. I enjoy Minecraft. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of that uh, for my YouTube channel. I did because you know it's Spooky Month. Mm-hmm. I played through Layers of Fear, 
And that was a pretty interesting title made by Bloober Team. Yeah, that, that game, uh, that first time you, I, I want to say it's like the upstairs where the piano is. Mm-hmm. And like you go into that area and then you walk out and the entire layout's different than when you walked in. And it's like, wait a minute. What? Yep. Yeah. Right <laughs> from that, right from that point, it's like, oh, it's one of these. Okay, it's on. Let's do this. And it has its PT moments where you keep doing the same loop over. And it, it was very good. I was surprised with how good that game was. Um, but I will say that's one of those games where uh, I don't really want to talk about it too much, because if you haven't played it, I would say it's a good one to experience yourself. So okay. I've been playing that. I've been playing mine. Er, did you ever did you ever play the sequel hmm. to Layers of Fear? Not yet. I yeah, actually just found out a week ago that it even existed. <laughs> that one, I, I speaking of backlog, that's one I own because I really like the first Layers of Fear. I, I got that first one on, uh, it was either Games with Gold or PS Plus or one of them mm-hmm. and uh, loved it. And then the second one came up on a sale and I bought that. And so I'm thinking I might try to give that one a go here in October. But like we've said before, I have so much to play, but yeah, we'll see what I can do. Um, I will say because I think that's about all I've been playing. Oh, that mm-hmm. and Kenna. Where I talked about Kenna, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little sad that you guys didn't have me on for next week. And, and even though I say that because, you know, this has been a couple weeks in the making. Already. <laughs> um, But I'm excited for Friday. Because I will be diving into one of the worst Resident Evil games in VR. Uh, which one? Resident Evil 4. Oh, wait, one of the worst? Oh, yeah. Hands down. Uh, Fantastic mm. game. I I, let me let me preface this. I love Resident Evil 4. It is a great game. Let's walk this back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm walking with you. I'm walking with you. As far as a Resident Evil title, it was shit. You could change Leon and Ada. And literally have the same exact game with the same exact impact because nothing else impacted that series at all from that game. Let's let's throw a hypothesis out real. Quick. I like hypothesis. Um, I would argue they're all bad resident, quote unquote, <laughs> quote unquote, resident evil games since two. None of them really work as resident evil games. I would and argue three. You'd be wrong, but it's okay. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I think, uh, I think of the games that have followed two. Four is probably the best one as far as game. Now, that being said, four is when they really embrace the stupid. Like they lean into the, they lean into it hard, like with the little Spanish Lord dude you know, and, and all that stuff and the whole president's daughter thing. And it's like, yeah, they're, they're, they're just hugging up on the stupidity. They're just like, come in here for the real thing. You know, like, <laughs> it, 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 but, but damn, if it ain't fun, you know, like, it is. And, and that's why I said, it's a very good game, but as far as like the actual lore of resident evil and where it took the franchise, because think about this five, which was a very good co-op game mm-hmm. and six, which was there a resident evil six guys. Uh, no, it's weird. I uh, jumped right to yeah. seven. It's, it's yeah, strange. I thought so too. Yeah, uh, those followed because of the reaction that four got. Yeah, 
I mean, because I, four started to really lean into the action. So they were like, well, obviously people like the action. You think they learned these lessons from like Dino Crisis, but they didn't. You, know? you would it's think. Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Capcom for you, though. Right. Right. But yes, I will be as much as I'm sitting here complaining about Resident Evil 4. Uh, Resident Evil 4 VR is a day one purchase for me, and I can't wait. Now, I want a camera, the outside VR camera, the camera that's <laughs> watching you, like when you enter the re- rejuvenator room for the first mm-hmm. time, like, and that, that thing happens. Like, I want that oh, camera. Man. I, I don't think that's the part that's going to get me. I think it's going to be the part with the uh, Verdugo that's going to get me mm. when Salazar okay. sends his right hand after yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that fight's what's going to get me. I don't know. That first time the regenerators pop up, though. Or rejuvenators or whatever they're Regenerator. called. Regenerators. Yeah. yeah, regenerators pop up. Man, that was intense. I wasn't I wasn't expecting that that first time. Yeah. Like, uh, real quick, are you guys uh, excited for the uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City uh, movie coming out? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I know friend of the show, Mike Miller, is, is all about that life. But uh, him and Justin can share a Coke and popcorn and watch awful resident evil movies but i i for one i got Melia jovich uh up when it comes to resident evil i can't i can't take any more resident evil big screen hey, hey justin can i come with you too <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i'll like it's one of those things like honestly like as soon as i saw the cast lineup i knew it was gonna be dog shit like <laughs> there's no like it's like the like someone's like someone slept with someone to get like their son or daughter apart, like on this like fucking sinking ship that is the Resident Evil show. But it's like hey, when you see, watch it. it's like when you see the trailer for the ninth Paranormal Activity movie, and you're like, okay, guys, all right, I see what we're doing. Here. <laughs> like, but, I mean, that's literally like, how Mila Jovovich got to be Alice. That's true, just because she was sleeping with Paul W S Anderson. They were married mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. I think they were married. They were married. Yeah. That's how well that's how she wound up in every single one of them afterwards. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> Did you hear actually that uh Michelle Rodriguez was supposed to be the main character and Mila Jovovich threw a fucking hissy fit? And oh, that's really? how she became the main character of the Resident Evil franchise. Interesting. I hadn't yeah. heard that. <laughs> that franchise would have been so much better with Michelle Rodriguez as the main character. I I, I think so too. But that first, I stay I stand by the first Resident Evil movie. That first one was pretty legit. Like I I thought it was a good B movie. You know, yeah. like sure it wasn't going to set the world on fire or anything, but like you know the laser beam hallway scene was rad. Like the the first time they come across the zombies, that was cool. You know, the, there's a couple of good chase scenes in there. Like, it's a great B movie. It's awesome. Everything after that, though. Oof. Oof. <laughs> gets rough. Gets rough. Yep. Even Jessica Biel couldn't save it. Yep. Or was it? It wasn't. Was it? No, it was Ali. No, Ali Jessica Larder. Biel was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She was yeah. Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre. No, Ali Larder was the uh, was the one from Resident Evil. Shannon's like, Ali McBeal couldn't save that movie. <laughs> oh, if that dancing baby showed up in yeah. Resident Evil. Zombie dancing baby. Now we're getting in the Silent Hill territory. Zombie dog bursts through the window and it's just, ooga chaka, ooga, I mean, I'm still waiting for the official That Pixel Life rating of the Resident Evil movies. I'm just saying. Ooh, that's Ooh. a good one. <laughs> Next week, we should do All that right. for Halloween. Yeah. There's only, I only need to see two of them, I think. 
the last two. No, no, you have to watch all of them. That's the you got to go back, especially the last one. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've seen <laughs> I've seen all of them except the last two. So oh, dude, that's, that's doable dude. on my on my lunch like, this week. I haven't seen wait. any. I haven't seen any since the 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 one where it was like post apocalyptic, where they're in like the desert, like killing things with the crows. That's yeah, the third yeah. one. Yeah, so you dude, still that's got three when, to catch up on. Yeah, oh, so so the first one's like here. And then the second one, I'd say, like, is here. Third one is, like, when it gets about down here. <laughs> and then everyone after, because that's when they start the clones. And then it's like, dude, that last one makes, like, Fast and the Furious 8 look like a fucking Oscar movie. Like, better better <laughs> or worse than Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance? Dude, I mean... The fact that you had to think for a second. Well, it's because Spirit of Vengeance is like laughably bad. I don't even think the Resident was laughable. It wasn't laughably funny. It was just bad. Mm. Gotcha. It's just like, why am I still watching this bad? Any movie that where all of a sudden you're questioning, like, you know, your place in the universe and the time and how you're spending it. That's that's yeah. a bad movie. It was me <laughs> watching a questionable cam of it and going, I don't need to see a HD version of this. <laughs> you know, you say these things and, and I think you do it to be funny, but every time you do, I actually worry about you, Justin. Like, <laughs> Cause like, you know, Lord. it's true. I do know it's true. Why are you spending your time downloading shaky cams of bad movies? Like, <laughs> hey, I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I've seen all six of them in the theaters and own them all on Blu-ray. That doesn't, that doesn't make, make me, make feel, me better. feel better. <laughs> 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 oh shit! All right, Justin, you playing anything else before we? You mean Jordan? No, no Jordan, Jordan, Jordan said he was done. Yeah, I already went. You, oh, okay, okay. Well, don't don't yeah, assume I'm screwing up your oh, names. Okay. Come on. Well, it's like you've done it like four times already this podcast, so I just wanted to. Uh... Not since we've been recording. Okay, yeah, no, okay. With the with the a little asterisk since recording. What what I'm hearing is slander because no one that is hearing this could tell you anything differently. So right. when the lights come on, I shine the brightest. Sir, what have you been playing? All right. So uh, I picked up this uh, little indie game. It came out this week called a Lickhead. Um, it's on what? Steam. A, a Lickhead. Alec, I definitely thought you were going to steal my joke. <laughs> um, e L E C head, all one word. This sounds um, like a Pokemon. Yes, uh, it is a puzzle platformer. Um, I played the demo for it. It's been in the works for a few years and stuff. It's really cool though. You play as this little robot. Um, everything you touch, um, basically, like when you're touching the ground it causes electricity to flow through it, like to power stuff. And eventually, you, yeah. And eventually you get the ability to disattach and throw your head. You can throw it forward and you can throw it up. And once your head is detached, whatever your head is touching, um, it's powering stuff and your body doesn't have power. And you have 10 seconds. Um, you can move your body around and you have 10 seconds to reattach your body back to your head before your body explodes. Um, and it is very like level design is chef's kiss, dude. It is. I love good level design and damn, does it like nail the level design? They stretched the mechanics so good for like the game, like, like to the fullest of, and it does stuff that I've never seen done before with like checkpoints 
and stuff like that. I don't want to spoil what it does because I feel like that's part of the game. And if you want to play it, I don't want to take that away. But it literally uses the mechanics to the fullest and it's very cool. A lot of the puzzles, it's like there's hazards of like electricity, like shooting up and stuff. And so it's like, you know, you jump and then the hazard's not there anymore. So then you have to kind of like time stuff. There's really cool kind of almost like speed strap mechanics of like you can throw your head. Like there's like if you were to touch the ground, it would all be electric and it would kill you. So you jump up in the air, throw your head. So then your body's running across the ground, not powering the hazards. And then you have to jump up back in the air real quick, attach your head and re-throw it again and constantly do that to stay alive through like this area. Like it does really cool stuff like that with the mechanics. Um, it's really short. Um, there's only six world, six, there's six worlds. There's a seventh world that you have to, there's little collectibles that you can get throughout. And if you get all like, I think it's like 18 collectibles, you unlock the seventh world, which I did not get all of them. I got about half of them. Um, but it took me about, I'd say four and a half hours to beat it. Um, it's nine ninety nine on steam. If you were to try and collect everything, um, and I also died a bunch, but if you were to try and collect everything, you could probably beat it in like five hours, like whatever. But I'm, I'm into the look. It looks very uh, like Mega Man, Mega Man 2 ish. Yes. And the, the music matches that too. The music is kind of like slow Mega Man, but during the end game, it is like fast Mega Man music. It's oh, that's really cool. good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Um, and the other game. I've been playing is Metroid Dread. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which, uh, also listening to the podcast last week, I told Shannon this offline, but he did make the right decision picking Far Cry 6 over Metroid Dread because yes. I feel like Shannon would have bought Metroid Dread, got frustrated two hours into it, and then put it down and probably never played it again <laughs> <laughs> because it is a very hard game. Um, it's probably the hardest Metroid game i've played um which isn't a bad thing um i just feel like especially if you haven't played any of the other metroid games like i know for a lot of people this has been their first metroid game which i kind of feel bad for them because i feel like they'd probably be better off starting off with super metroid or fusion before mm -hmm. attempting this one but like graphically it's beautiful uh cutscenes and stuff look gorgeous uh, mechanics wise it's very similar to the 3ds like return of samus like meleeing stuff is like back and doing the where you like stagger stuff by like swinging your arm um like the par like a parry system parry. Yeah, yeah yeah the parry system is back uh they're they've emphasized like sliding like sliding and stuff is in it now um what's really interesting with this one usually the morph ball is one of the first upgrades you get in a metroid game but uh, in this one, like, I haven't even gotten it yet. So it's like a, I guess, like, kind of mid-game upgrade. Like, I've gotten the, like, tri-shot, um, the charge beam, um, the, instead of, like, the spider ball, you have, like, basically just, like, there's areas where you get the ability to, like, crawl on the wall like a spider. Um, so I have that, which is weird, because usually those are, like, the mid to kind of like later game upgrades. And it's like, they're giving them to you first, which is pretty interesting. Uh, level design wise, it's pretty intuitive. Like once you get like an upgrade and stuff, it does a pretty good job of like 
kind of dropping you back off like where you need to be and stuff to use hmm. the upgrade. There are times though where it's like I did get lost like trying to get back to I guess where like because I would explore other stuff and then kind of get lost like in the underground I have to get back up to like where I need to go to like use the upgrade to actually progress the story along. Um, the Emmys, the little robots and stuff, it's definitely interesting. They kind of stay in their own domain and those parts get kind of intense and maybe frustrating. And that's the part where I think Shannon would get hung up and quit is dealing with them because if you do like, once you get caught by one, if you do not push the button at the right time to parry them and run away, it is insta death. So, and then it restart. Luckily it's fairly forgiving with like the checkpoints, like restarting. Like it's not like, like with old Metroid games, it would be, if you died, you'd go back to like whatever save room you saved that last. Um, mm -hmm. This actually does like an auto save. You can save at save rooms, but then there's also like a quick save or whatever. Like once you kind of like go through like a cutscene or like an important part, it will checkpoint it right there for you. So you don't get kicked all the way back, which is pretty nice. But um, in terms of like boss fights and stuff, like I wouldn't say the boss fights are like amazing. Like it's nothing like super crazy compared to like, I'd say like fusion or something like it's not like anything intuitive. It's kind of like shoot stuff with missiles, slide under the belly, get on the other side, shoot stuff with missiles, charge beam it. Like it's kind of your typical stuff. It's nothing like insane um i'd say the most interesting stuff is probably with the emmys because eventually you get the upgrade to go into like a stealth mode where they can't detect you which mm -hmm. is nice but you only have a limited amount of time to do it and you can only move like you can only walk you can't run and then you can jump when you're using it you can use your can arm cannon and stuff but it uses up your bar way faster and then once that bar runs out if you still need to use stealth mode it starts draining your health um but so far I i'm really digging it like i like the challenge and stuff like the map's pretty cool because you can zoom in and out on it you can mark um little points and stuff of interest to return which i always like when you're able to actually mark stuff on the map because well and especially like, once you especially like, a game like especially a game like Metroid where you know you're going to get powers that you're going to need to return to areas with and things like that. Oh yeah. Like when you see like a door you can't open and sure. stuff, it's like, all right, I need to remember that and stuff. And like, you know, with the map, sometimes like once you start unlocking more of the map, it gets more convoluted and it's like hard to like distinctly like see like the different points on the map of like, okay, what do I need for this? What do I need for this? Um, but no, it's really cool so far. I'm really liking it. It's definitely going to be on somewhere on my game of the year list. And I think it's a pretty solid Metroid game. I definitely think it's better than Return of Samus. I wouldn't cool. say it's better than Fusion, like, but that's just my opinion. Well, that's, that's another one that's on my pile. I need to get to it at some point. <coughs> Damn it. Um... Well, that's exciting though. I'm glad to hear that it's good, and also that Shannon will never play it. So yeah. <laughs> good times. Um, why don't we do a little spoiler talk? We're running a little long, so I mean, do we want to move spoiler talk to next week, or I mean, we wanna... have you 
have you finished Squid? Up. Have you finished Squid Game? I have not. I have not finished. Then Squid Game. let's push it because yeah, I, I want to talk, talk about Squid Game. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm never gonna watch this. So Justin, uh, why don't you tell me about Halloween Kills real quick before we? All right, I will tell you about Halloween Kills because I will tell you why I'm mad at Halloween Kills because <laughs> it fucking sucked and. <laughs> Uh, better, better or worse than the Rob Zombie movie where I decided I no longer care anything about Michael Myers or this franchise. So in my opinion, it's worse. <laughs> it's worse than the first Rob Zombie Halloween movie, but better than the second one. Cause the second one was, I hated the second one, like with a passion, like, like with a passion, like spit on the floor. I will not watch the second one ever. I actually like the first Rob Zombie one. Oh, I see. I was out. I was out. Like that credits rolled on the first Rob Zombie movie, and I'm less like done. Done with this franchise forever. I, I'm done. Halloween. I'm in Justin's camp on that one. I liked the first Rob Zombie one, but the second one was that was something. It was like night and day different, but oh, I, yeah. I can see why. Like people do hate the first Rob Zombie one, and I I can see why. I guess people hate it, but I personally, I just thought it was good. And also, for me, I just don't like Rob Zombie as a director. Like, I, I don't like his movies. I've never been a fan. Like, House of a Thousand Corpses is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like, it was awful. See, I actually, I like House of a Thousand Corpses, and I like Devil's Rejects. I did not like the third one that he did. There was a third one? Yeah, the, um, I can't remember what it's called, but, um, but it was all right. And I thought Devil's the, Rejects was, was the third one. No, it's the second one because it's House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and then the third one. I can't remember what it's called, but I think you're looking it up. I am. Now it I came have out to know. A co- it came out a couple years ago. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, Three from Hell? Yes, yes. That's the third one. Did, did his wife just need money again? And they were like, well, we'll figure <laughs> out a new way to put you in a film. Like Pretty much. That's what it felt like. Because that's I what Lords of Salem it. was too, right? Like. Well, Lords, yeah, Lords of Salem is a garbage movie, and I regret watching I, that one. I know Rob Zombie made it. Yeah, I, I know, know it's a garbage movie. <laughs> like besides House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, I don't think, and the first Halloween movie, I don't think I like any of his other movies. Hmm. Yeah, but, not a fan. But yes, I did like the first reboot of the um the the where they kind of retconned all of the Halloween movies, and they were like, "Here's one," and now we're just doing a sequel to one. Um, I liked that one that came out with Jamie Lee Curtis and stuff in it. That one was really good. Super good. And then, so I'm like, all right, like Halloween's back. Like, let's get this. It's super dope. Um, ending of the first movie, they lock Michael Myers in Jamie Lee Curtis's house. They burn it down. They're like, he's going to die. This one takes place right after that one happens. Firefighters are coming to put the fire out. And of course they end up letting Michael Myers out of the house and it opens with him like fighting eight firefighters and they have like jaws of life and like fire axes and stuff and he just butchers them all super dope and then the entire movie just fucking tanks like right after that because <laughs> dude michael myers is barely in the movie for starters like he's hardly in the movie which i don't understand how you can do that yeah you can make um, a halloween movie without michael myers yeah yeah when he's barely in it second then the thing that pissed me off the most about the movie is there's this big scene that they focus very heavily on for most of the movie where there's some like escaped mental patient 
uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in the hospital, which she's barely in the movie either, which made no sense at all. Like, why even have her when she only has, like, maybe six minutes of total screen time? Oh, damn. Um, yeah. She's, like, in the beginning of the movie, and then Wait. she's pretty much in the very end of the movie. Wait, seriously? Yeah, she's in she, the hospital, like, the entire movie. That's she's in she the, does. like, all of the trailer? I know. Like, she's all in the... the beginning of the movie, and they take her to the hospital, and she's in the hospital the entire rest of the movie. And then she does, like, this monologue at the end. And then that's the last time you see her. And I'm like, really? Oh, like, oh, okay. Dude. Um, yeah, that's disappointing. So, yeah, so that pissed me off. But what happens at the hospital is this escape mental patient is out, whatever. And there's all these people who were, like, affected by Michael Myers in some way, like, 20 years ago or whatever, when the first movie took place. And he's, like, they're rounding up people to, like, hunt down Michael Myers to finally get him once and for all. And, you know, like, Halloween ends tonight, like, whatever. Like, and he's getting everyone all riled up. And this mental patient shows up at the hospital. And they're like, it's Michael Myers. And then everyone's like, oh. And so it's, like, this mob mentality. And they're trying to tell him, like, dude, this isn't Michael Myers. It's, like, some five foot one like danny devito looking like ugly motherfucker (laughs) with like bald hair and i'm like you've seen michael myers he's like seven feet fucking tall in a goddamn jumpsuit white mask like you know what he looks like he was in like jail and like mental institute there's pictures of him even without the mask everywhere his face is on the news and they're like it's michael myers and they're like mob mentality gonna kill this dude to the point where the dude jumps out of like the like 15th floor of the hospital and dies and then they're like oh it wasn't michael myers and it's like they focus so much on that and i'm like everyone in this town the town that's plagued by michael myers how the fuck do you not know what michael myers even looks like yeah like that made no sense to me and then at the end of the movie they like set up this other trap or whatever and then like the mob or whatever has him in like a circle in the middle of the street and they start beating him with like boards and like pipes and stuff. And they like beat him down in the street. And I'm like, this dude took out like a dozen firefighters with real weapons. And you're telling me like little Nancy drew down the street with a fucking two by four, like hit him in the back of the head and knocked him down. And everybody with a gun in this movie never hits him once. Like, cops, like, civilians with guns, like, never shoot him. And then when he gets two feet, like, away from them, that's when he, like, hits the gun out of their hand. And it's like, how? How? He's, like, seven feet tall. How do you not hit him with a gun from, like, six feet away? It makes no sense. And they beat him down in the street. And then the chick, who's the daughter of Jamie Lee Curtis, who Michael murdered her husband, is there while this is happening. And she's like, okay, yeah, the mob's got this. I'm going to go check on my daughter. Leaves. And then after she leaves is when Michael Meyer gets up and murders all the people that were just beating him to death. And it's like, and then he murders her at the end of the movie because she's in the Myers house. And that's how it ends. And I'm just like, how? Like, why did you, he murdered your husband, like has plagued your mom and your family for years. And you're just like, Oh, I don't actually need to see him die, even though we literally just trapped him in a burning house and he's still alive. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, no, they got this. And it's like, why wouldn't you want to make sure he's dead? At least in Halloween H2O, Jamie Lee Curtis cut his head off with an axe to make sure he was dead. Like, that's what you have to do. And why they didn't do that made no, like, it was very questionable decision making. And the script made, like, no sense in a lot of parts. Well- 
I hope you uh, will sign my petition to release the Buster Rhymes cut of Halloween Kills. <laughs> so we can get back to what's really, really important about the Halloween franchise. Yeah, I'm just really hoping that I guess like in the third movie that like they actually do something cool because even the kills weren't cool. Like that's the thing. So it's like nothing was really redeeming about the movie except like the first five minutes with the firefighters. And that was pretty much it. Well, I don't know. I'll never see it. So anyway, um, that, that's depressing, dude. I'm sorry. That sucks. Like, um, yeah, the first Halloween goddamn classic. Still recommend you watch it. And I mean the the John Carpenter one, not the Rob Zombie one. No, watch watch the original, the OG Halloween movie. Even though it got pointed out to me at one point, and it was totally one of those glass-breaking moments that I hate when now I can't unsee it. They're totally made that movie in, like, June or July. Like, when you, when you see the street that they're on, like, this isn't Halloween. There's nothing fall happening in and around this town at all. Like this is obviously summertime and it just, it's one of those glass breaking moments where every time I watch that movie now, I'm like, ah, why do, why did someone point the trees out to me? Well, yeah. This is bullshit. I, I, I watched like a documentary about her where, and they took like dead leaves from somewhere else and like sprinkled them on the yeah. ground and stuff to make it look like it was fall. But when you actually see like the trees in the neighbor in the bushes in the neighborhood, you're like, Oh yeah, this is like right in the middle of summer. Like, damn it. <laughs> I'm really hoping I forget this conversation. Oh, but, sorry. Uh, by sorry, next Jordan. time I, I see that movie. <laughs> sorry. Never mind. Never mind. This never happened. Um, yeah. Run away. Run away. Uh, well, gentlemen, is that a show? Shannon uh, looks like he's asleep. So maybe that is a show. Oh, wait. He's awake. All right. He's back. Yeah. I was talking about what I was playing. And he was just like, dude, fuck this. And he got up and left. He didn't even care. I don't think he well, even realizes that his uh, mic is muted. Yeah, I had to go say goodnight to my son. And then, uh, and then you came back, and we were talking horror movies, and you're like, "Well, I'm out." Like, I mean, pretty much. I mean, uh, you're right outside my wheelhouse right now, so it's okay. So what's uh, okay? I'm actually curious, Shannon. What is like? What's a horror movie or horror adjacent that you actually like? Not that you've seen, not that you've suffered through, but one that <laughs> you actually enjoyed. <laughs> Like Man, could, he's struggling. Is it, it could be kid based, like the witches or Hocus Pocus. Nightmare. Or, I mean, Christmas. Gremlins. 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 Gremlins is good. Um, I mean, uh, Event Horizon. Wait, you like Event Horizon? Because that yeah, movie I mean, is hardcore. Like, I, yeah, that movie. That movie goes places, and uh, I yes. had to watch it. I had to watch it twice to get through it. Uh, but I did. I did make it through it, and I did appreciate it. And aside from like the. Uh, the dead floating body in in negative space it's all like cut off uh or that you know that's like uh frozen and freeze-dried um Mm -hmm. aside from that jump scare i think the rest of it is pretty tolerable or when he's in the air duct and the girl has no eyes that pops up right behind him like that was pretty yeah that was pretty bad too Uh, the videos yeah that uh something like cloverfield yeah, I saw Cloverfield too, um, but that yeah, that was more like a thriller than like a, a scary movie. I, I feel. Did you ever see Ten Cloverfield Lane? No, I did not. That, I mean, that is a good movie. That's a movie, dude, yeah. and and it's actually not that scary. Like as far as horror movie, it's way more of a thriller than a horror I mean, movie. It's more yeah. a psychological thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. 
And it's not even really Cloverfield until like the end. And I'm not going to tell you anything about it, but it's, it is absolutely worth watching. Like it, it is one of those movies. That's Dude, not John Goodman. The John, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So John Goodman's amazing in that movie. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's basically three people in a room. Like that's yeah. the movie. But and then it, isn't there an isn't there another one that came out after that one? Isn't there another there, Cloverfield? There was yeah. Cloverfield Paradox or something like that. I never saw yeah. that one though. I never Dude, saw that one. The, that one is okay. The coolest part about that one though is because they activate some like reactor thing, whatever. And if you time that movie with the first Cloverfield movie, uh-huh. it's when the monster appears. Oh, like, as soon as they cool. activate that thing, they timed it to when the monster, like the building first shakes or whatever in the first Cloverfield movie. And it causes that event. I, I still maintain the monster showing up in the first Cloverfield movie ruined that movie. Like that movie was so much better when you never saw it. Like they mm-hmm. would have, it would have been, and it would have been better if you would just had never seen it. You just glimpse here or there, but how the fuck does something that's bigger than a skyscraper sneak up behind you in a field? Like that's all, just, it makes no sense. Like, <laughs> um, uh, also, if you like Sam Neill though, and horror movies, watch in the mouth of madness. That's, that's a goddamn movie right there. Um, it's essentially, what if a horror author on the world, on the level of Stephen King's books became more popular than the Bible or holy literature and so his writings now become like the new reality. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And it's, it's fantastic. Sam Neill is exceptional in it. He's so basically this horror writer has disappeared and he's an insurance investigator trying to figure out if he's alive or dead for the payout on it. And he travels to a town that only exists in this guy's books, but he found it. And he think and the whole time he's thinking it's like, a weird promotion. They made a town for his next, his next book. It's all BS. Like this whole thing's a ruse. Uh, and he finds the town and then things start happening and it's totally worth checking out. It's awesome. It's one it of kind of reminds me of like secret window with Johnny Depp. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it, and it, it traipses more in the like Lovecraftian elder horror type stuff. Ooh. So it's good. It's really good. Nice. John Carpenter too, I believe. I think that's another Carpenter joint. Um, but yeah, why don't we go ahead and wrap this one up? Uh, Jordan, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Like I said, sorry, uh, this was a three week in the making thing, but <laughs> hey. uh, I got time. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I appreciate you hanging out, staying up late for us out in the out in the Middle West. There. Hey, no problem. Right. I I would do it whenever you guys need someone to fill a chair. Just let me know. All right. I will. And uh, also pass along the thanks for the theme music. If you want to put a quick plug in there for the music. Yeah. So uh, she oh, hasn't see? really been working oh. on stuff. He wasn't prepared. He wasn't prepared. <laughs> well, <laughs> she hasn't really been working on stuff um, for the, for her YouTube channel anymore. Um, like I said, we're trying to sock money away sure. for savings. So like, we're both working like two, three jobs and it, I know that it's life. just, uh, yes. yeah, it, it's just a thing. Um, but we are hard at work trying to do that transition piece for you guys. Oh, sweet. Well, so, thank you so much. Yeah. We've, uh, 
I've been talking to Shannon about it, and I've sent him a couple, what was it, two or three different samples, Shannon? Something mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we are... <laughs> We are working on it. <laughs> All right. Well, definitely pass along our thanks, and uh, and I do know that life and those struggles. Uh, I am I am now currently uh, employed by three different companies, so I I also know what you mean. Um, I'm actually being stared down by the wife right now. Oh yes. <laughs> hey, they are telling me to pass along their thanks to you, so I don't see what the <laughs> devil eyes are about right now. <laughs> She's saying heavenly music does not work. Mm. <laughs> All I want, okay, so look, the, the the snafu that we're having right now is like I want a good like one for when we predominantly have games that are good that we like. So like you have one where like the gate, like the heavenly gates open up, being here like and oh, and then like I could put some shit over the top of it, like you know me reacting in a positive way. And then when we have one that's like dookie, like when we all play games that are like horrible, like Second Extension, we can put like something on there that's like a womp 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 womp, and then like you know we could. <laughs> something else on the top of that and like you know but apparently like the like there is like some type of like copyright rules that won't let you have like a chorus of angels going oh so yeah we're trying wait, to be what if, garbage what if i just recorded you doing that and then like layered you like eight times <laughs> i mean that would be good do that I mean, yeah. like we could create our own chorus you know yeah, what the fuck do you need me for <laughs> yeah and for the uh when it's a bad game shannon can just like chug a two liter of the mountain dew like thrashed apple and then put the mic in the bathroom and just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. Can I tell you right now, like to before we end the show, like mm-hmm. I did find the voodoo flavor, like the mystery Mountain Dew. Oh, flavor you did? And this year. Yeah. So like I found a bottle of it and I was going to try this year's flavor. It is absolute garbage. Last year's tasted like Skittles and it was awesome. This year's tastes like straight up like a hot mess. Like mm-hmm. they just basically poured all of their different Mountain Dews into like one vat, mixed it together and then was like, here it is. Like drink that. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Well, be be on the be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for the mystery flavor, and then run away. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. This year was not good. I've been uh, meaning to pick it up because I've seen it at my local gas station as well, and I drank enough of the one last year that I started like getting a stomach ache just thinking about it. <laughs> and so I saw the new Voodoo, and my stomach was just instantly like, "Hey, what the fuck you think you're doing?" <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Prepare to be disappointed. Yeah, well, I mean. Hey, I'll just take your word for it. I'll save a buck eighty nine. The, the anxiety sweats start kicking in. You're like, yeah, <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. Uh, all right, well, Justin, why don't you uh, lean in there and take us in for a landing? You know what, guys? <laughs> I gotta say, it's so much better seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't you didn't give Jordan the full show of the lip licking and all that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I know. I was expecting him to pull out some lip balm and just like yeah, yeah. totally chap the lips. Which is which is weird because you know I'm sick, so my lips are like dry as fuck right now. They're like rice paper over here. <laughs> I, I appreciate that you keep the piercings in though. You know? I do. Like, I've never I haven't taken them out since I got them. That's disgusting, but okay. Sure. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of That Pixel Life. I know we ran a little long. If you're still with us, 
thank you for sticking around and uh, listening to all the hijinks. You can head on over to the Discord. You know, if you, you know, I dare you to go find the Voodoo flavor, try it, and tell us what you think it tastes like. Does it really taste like dog shit? Is it Shannon's just a shitty take on it? Let us know, you know? And uh, if you find Pokemon Oreos, let me know if you find those too, because I have not found any out here in Arizona. Hey, bro, I got I got the hookup. Uh, I have maybe like 12 bags of them right now. 12. Wow. Well, now I know why I can't find any because <laughs> yep. uh, Shannon's yep. selling them like the scalper scum he is on a uh, wish over here. I got a <laughs> wish. Holla, you hear me? <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, and if you listen to us on iTunes, give us a review. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Game of the year stuff is coming up too so get hyped for that we're starting to put together our lists and uh i uh, also on our list this year i figured it'd be fun to include a little tv and a little uh, movie as well since you know the rebranding of that pix life since it's become a kind of all media mm-hmm. podcast and stuff i felt it was only right to include some of that and some fun categories too to look forward to like games from 2020 that we played in 2021 which uh, is pretty much Shannon's Game of the Year list from last year. Yep. So. <laughs> I was going to say, Shannon, you putting Pokemon Red as your Game of the Year this year? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe some Dragon Quests again on there. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, if Robbie was here, Zach, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, God damn, you guys went long. Actually, no. Robbie would say, gosh darn, you guys went long. And be great. And Atlanta finally won! Georgia Bulldogs number one in the nation! Go dogs!